Hello everyone, welcome to Hubbub, the podcast for British Hills. I'm Emma. And I'm Moja. We're teachers here at British Hills and this podcast is to let you know all about what's happening here at BH and what our teachers get up to when we're not in class. In each episode, we'll be talking about different topics from apples to zoology and everything in between. This podcast is for you. So if you have any questions or if there is anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, please let us know. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash hubbub podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B podcast or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. It's a fun way for you to practice your English. And who knows, you might even learn something new. Onwards with, with the, the show! Hello, welcome back to Hubbub. Indeed, welcome back. This is our July episode. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it's July already, Major? Time flies, hey? Time flies indeed. Time But flies hey. when you're having fun. Yeah. So, Major, mm -hmm. what happens in July? I'm sure there's some that happens in July. But hey, before we get into that, I think we need to give the answer to the previous rhythm. Okay. Okay. So, Major, would you like to do the honors? All right. And the answer is... Death. Yeah, of course. So he, he couldn't hear anything. Yes, so that's right. Yeah, he couldn't oh, repeat okay. anything. All right. For some reason, I thought maybe it might have been dead. Oh, you know? No. <laughs> But that's no. just me thinking. Hopefully, you would have noticed, Major, if he I'm was always, dead. I'm always thinking of the worst scenarios. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, that's just me. All right. Okay. So, yes, uh, back to our July episode. Welcome back, guys. And uh, we hope you've had a great time. And it's good to have you back again. Okay. We hope you're enjoying the summer. All right. Well, uh, it's, uh, it feels really good. It's summer. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this is most people's like favorite uh, season. Yeah. Yeah. Just is it after your favorite winter. season? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, <laughs> but uh, I actually enjoy just the lightweight of summer. You know how much in winter you have to put so many clothes and oh, layer okay. up. You do laundries, a lot of things to clean. You're constantly cold. It's refreshing to get out of the house with only just one or two layers. That is true, yeah. Yeah. But then it does get ridiculously hot. Yep, yeah, we all know, especially, you know, in uh, Japan, right? Of course, It gets yeah. humid and stuff. But yeah, what are some of the things that people enjoy doing? Let's maybe take it back to us. Uh, in summer, is there any specific things that you enjoy doing? Um, Or maybe eating? Eating? Mm -hmm. Well, ice cream. Yeah. I, love, I love ice cream in the summer. Yeah. And the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, there's no season for ice cream. Anytime I feel like having ice cream, I'll eat it. Ice cream is good every yeah, day. Yeah, it's good, yes. So what do you do in the summer, Mojo? But in summer, I mean, since I moved to Fukushima, most of the time every year in summer, maybe once or several times, we would often go to one of the lakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Inawashiro Lake. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, really yeah. popular in Fukushima, among people living in Fukushima, and also other people who are from neighboring prefectures. They would usually go to Inawashiro because it's really big. Okay. And there's uh, also different activities you can do, like water sport. Okay, do yeah. you do water sports? Yeah, um, and uh, I must say, this was the first time trying it in Japan, in uh, Inawashiro. I think it's called, uh, is it wakeboarding? 
Wait, uh, Where you get dragged, like, you know, behind a boat. Yeah. And you're on, a, on like, a board, and then it, the boat just drags you while you're holding on to, like, a, some kind of a string. Yeah, I think I've seen it. So you yeah. tried that? Yeah, yeah, I've tried that, uh, I think, twice already. Oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really good. So, yeah, there's, like, companies that actually offer that service for a fee. Oh, cool. You know, um, yeah, you go there with your friends, you try that exclusively that if you want to or you go there with a plan to do that and then after maybe do barbecue because there's uh, also like a lot of like families friends lovers couples go there on a date <laughs> do uh, barbecue some people live in tent i mean uh, they camp there for like maybe a night or two okay yeah yeah there are some places in parts of inawashiro lake where you can rent a space for like a night just bring your tent and your food and you just relax there you know Oh, sounds really good. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's exciting about it, just seeing just people going there and having a good time, it's really, for me, I enjoy just seeing that people just having a good time, you know, and embracing the season. Well, that's yeah. what summer's all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's for me my highlight of uh, activities to do in Fukushima okay. during this season. So what about in South Africa? What would you do in the summer? I know now is not summer in right. South Africa. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you, since you mentioned that, now it's like winter. So my friends or families, they are often, you know, post about, you know, being cold and stuff. Uh, so in summer, since it happens around November, December, January, that is also the time, like the festive season. And that's the time where people just uh, maybe take some time off from work. So uh, okay. people also like go to the beach in summer, which is in December, January uh, okay. or November. But July in South Africa is cold? July, yeah, it's cold. June, July, it's, it's, it's winter. August is like towards the end of winter. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's cold. So people mostly are just indoors. So right now they're cold, so you send them some pictures of you chilling out by the lake. Right, <laughs> yes. And then when I send them pictures of uh, me being cold, for them, they're just complaining about maybe the heat, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, so it's just a different world, you know, that we're living in. Yeah. How about in the UK in summer? Uh, summer, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we, we do get some hot weather in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not as hot as Japan. It's not oh, so yeah. humid. Uh, yes, but, yes. Uh, yeah. Would you say it's dry? It's dry, yeah. Hot it's, and dry, dry, but not humid. Yeah, so yeah. I, I quite like some of temperatures in, in the, the UK. UK. Yeah. Was it the first time for you to experience this uh, humidity when you moved to Japan, or have you experienced it anywhere else? It's my first time living in a humid country. Oh, uh, right. I have visited other countries that are, that are humid. humid so and <laughs> I'm pretty sure humid. when you visit them and you experience the humidity, in the back of your mind you're like, I'm just visiting here. I'll be going in the next few days or a week, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah, because I've always been on vacation, so yeah. you don't mind so much. Yeah. So, like, um, the hottest place? Mm. Uh, I went to Kenya. Yes. So, um, so in Nairobi, mm. it's, like, near the mountains. Yeah. It's in the mountains. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, it was hot, but then we went further but to the dry. coast. Dry. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. dry heat. Yeah. But then as we headed towards the coast, mm -hmm. to Mombasa, mm. when, of course, when you get to the coast... Mm. Suddenly the temperature changes, you're out of the mountains. Mm. It, it was pretty humid. Though. Oh, yeah. So, so I, I've experienced humidity. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, we do get humidity in the UK sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, some parts of the UK or sometimes all over the UK? Uh, all over the UK. All right. But, yeah, yeah Japan is more extreme for oh, me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've never lived anywhere. Yeah. Would you so say, uh, I know we're just changing topic now, but would you say the winter here is also a bit extreme compared to the UK, the winter in the UK? 
in Fukushima. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. British Hills, the, yeah. all the snow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's parts of the UK, mm. up in Scotland, we get a lot of snow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but where I live, it's yeah. it's very flat. It's, it's just cold. It's just cold, but never. But we get a little bit of snow, maybe. A but it doesn't like few pile centimeters. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a bad winter is maybe five centimeters. Oh snow. yeah. Oh okay, I see. All right. But yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just yeah continuing to talk about July. Now I'm thinking of like uh, the name July. I mean, you have January, you have uh, March, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. And we have all these months which add up to 12. And now I'm thinking, uh, with July specifically, um, is there anything we know about July? Funny you should mention that, Major. Yeah. <laughs> I found out a fun fact. Recently. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Please do share. So why is July called July? That's a good question. I, I wouldn't... I, don't even want to think of an answer because I do have no idea. <laughs> okay, so this is a bit of a complicated story. Yeah. July is named after Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. And uh, for the sake of maybe some of our listeners who might not know who Julius Caesar is, who is Julius Caesar? Julius Caesar was, I believe he was the leader of the mm. Roman Empire. Roman Empire, the emperor, yes. Was he the emperor? Yeah, he was the emperor. Yeah. Okay, the Roman you, Empire, Roger. yes. Do you know when? Ah, uh, yes. He was the emperor of the Roman Empire long time ago, <laughs> uh, and that was from 49 BC until 44 BC. Wow. Now, uh, so more than 2,000 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, pay attention to the numbers. I said 49 BC till 44 BC. Now, that sounds crazy, right? Okay. If I said to you that, oh, so and so became a president from 2022 until 2017. That would sound crazy. That right? would be crazy. Yeah, but I guess, uh, I mean, also when I saw this, I was like, it doesn't make sense, but I guess apparently there was a time back in the days when the years, instead of us adding years for them, I think the BC or the number will actually count backwards somehow. Yeah, so the BC is the common era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we were talking about dates from before the common era, obviously we have to work backwards. But yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow, yeah. Because there's the BC, then there's the AD, you know. Yeah, so AD is what we're in now. Now, yes, yes. Whereas the BC was way before. And somehow any years during BC, usually when they count from maybe the beginning to the end of something, in our knowledge now, it will sound like it's backwards. Hence, yeah. uh, he was uh, the emperor from 49 BC until 44 BC. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's crazy, it's confusing, but uh, yeah, if you just like maybe like do some search about uh, the timeline during the BC era, then you will somehow understand yeah. you know, what we're talking about. So before the, the year zero. Yes, before year zero, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Before the year zero. So yeah, he was the emperor in that time. Okay, so... Yeah. Why is July named after Julius Caesar? Does it have to do with his name? I think it's from the Latin. I don't know. Mm. I'm not very good with Latin. I didn't mm. study Latin at school. Yeah. I know his birthday was in July, which is why they chose July. Okay. But we're going to go back in time a little bit. Okay. okay. Some <laughs> okay. Uh, historical background. Okay. Okay. So the calendar that we use today, mm. that is called the Gregorian calendar. Yes, that most people are using around the world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, however, before the Gregorian calendar, mm. we had the Julian calendar. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Julian calendar? Julian calendar, I've heard a little bit about it, but I don't know much. Okay, I don't know very much, but I know it was an ancient Roman calendar. Mm. Okay, now, 
But interesting fact, this calendar only had 10 months. Oh, okay. I have a question just quickly before okay. you continue. Were those 10 months, like uh, in our knowledge, like January all the way to October, or they had different names? They had different names. Oh, okay. Okay. So there were, I believe, there mm. were 12 months, mm. but they only had names for 10 months. Okay. So I think January and February didn't mm. exist as months, mm -hmm. but they were... Nothing happened in January and February. That was a time to relax, okay. I think. Okay. So the year started in March. Mm -hmm. The names came from various places, like there were Greek gods mm -hmm. or goddesses mm -hmm. or other things. Like yeah. That. Okay, so there were actually 12 months, mm -hmm. but they only had names for 10. Mm -hmm. Okay, so January and February, what we now know is January mm. and February. Mm. Um, I think that was a period of time where the, the military, they weren't active, so mm, it was yeah. a time for rest, I guess. Rest, so those, those months didn't really count. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, so their first month with a name was March. Mm. Um, and I think this was named after after Mars, I think. Oh, okay. The God of War. Mars, yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, May and June were named after goddesses. Mm -hmm. I know April comes from a Latin word which I can't pronounce, but mm -hmm. I know it means to open. Okay, all right. I don't know Latin. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it's an ancient language. Not yeah. many people you would meet speak yeah. or understand Latin. It's only a few. I know. In, yeah. in the UK, people used to study Latin, but that was oh, yeah? even before my time. Oh, for real? Oh, okay. Uh, some people do still study it, but yeah. not me. But do they speak it? Like, would you hear people oh, like... I don't speak it, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of words in English obviously come from Latin. Exactly, mm -hmm. right. So... Sometimes you hear a Latin word, it's like, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you like to hear people, just as much as sometimes you just would hear people speaking French, imagine like hearing Latin. Yeah. I wonder if you could pick it up. Do you think you can pick it up that it's Latin? If you could hear two people speaking fluently, like in Latin, would uh, you pick it up? I wouldn't. I'm guessing it sounds like Italian. I, I don't know, I wonder. Because there are also some words in Italian are like taken from Latin. Yeah. Oh. I just wonder, though, since uh, we talk about Latin so much, like, oh, yeah, I study Latin, but then uh, mostly studying, but I've never really had anyone or a conversation between two people from beginning to end, and they just speak Latin. I like to hear the sound of that. You'd probably pick out some words. Mm, 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 but, mm. Uh, so anyway, so, yeah, April mean, comes from the Latin word to open, mm. and this is to do with springtime, so like when the flowers are opening. Oh, yes, life gets back to normal. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... The rest of the months, so we have what March, April, May, June. Mm. The next month, very easy. Mm. It's named after number five. Okay. So again, in Latin, I'm not sure. It's mm -hmm. something like Quintus. Quintus, okay. Because I know Quin, mm. we use Quin for five, don't we? Like, okay. All right. I'm yeah. thinking of words like quintet. Okay. All right. Yeah. That okay. comes, that's what, five people. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> And again, all the numbers, so the next one is six, seven. Mm. Now, the Latin word for seven, mm. I believe, is septum. Septum. So guess what mm. month that is? Oh, September. September. <laughs> so eight or eighth, I think, is octavo. Yeah. So October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number nine. What's the Latin for nine? Uh, for the nine month. <laughs> number nine in Latin. Number nine is, uh, oh, just number nine, the number nine? I think... Again, I don't know. I think it's Novum. So November. Oh, okay. All right, okay. okay and then okay. 10 in Latin is, mm. I think, Decem? 
So we get December? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So that's where it comes from. That's like where... The names and stuff. Yeah. Num- yeah. Uh, months five to ten would come from. Oh, okay. However, mm-hmm. Julius Caesar. Yes. <laughs> he decided to change the calendar. Oh, I mean, he's the emperor. Hey. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he, has, he had the power to do so. He did. So, yeah. Uh, so he added in January and February. Mm-hmm. So this brings us back to Julius Caesar. Now, he decided to change the calendar. Yes. Because, you know, he's Julius Caesar. He yeah, can do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so he brought in January and February. Mm. He gave them names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think these were named after Roman gods. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Again, I'm Does not maybe sure. the Roman god uh, <laughs> for January, maybe, is it like Jen something? Ah, do you know what I think it is? No. I'm going to say Janus. Janus, okay, Janus. I've definitely heard that. I don't know why I know that. Okay, it's not too far-fetched, you know, Yeah, I sound. could be wrong. I definitely know yeah. the, the name. What so. about the second month? February. <laughs> oh, yeah, just February, just like that? No, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, no, again, I think it's... Oh, no, it's from a festival. But I don't know the word in Latin. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to guess it starts with an F. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, yeah, I'll second you on that. Okay, so he brought in January, February, gave them names... And then after Julius Caesar died, mm-hmm. to, I think, commemorate him, I guess. Yes. That's when July became July. July. Named after Julius Caesar. Oh, right. Okay, okay. I see. But of course, because he changed the calendar. Yeah. In honor of him, you know. Yeah. yeah. We now had the 12 months, so the, n- the numbers didn't line up. Yes. So I yes. think people did try to change them, give them all different names. Yes. But yes. that's... That didn't stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which is why today the numbers don't line up, but we've still got the days, the the names that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much all I know. All right. (laughs) Now, to also like bring some perspective to any of uh, our Japanese listeners who are listening, uh, earlier when I mentioned about uh, Julius Caesar having been the uh, emperor from 44. BC and I mean from 49 BC until 44 BC mm-hmm. to give some context uh, according to like the Japanese era we know that uh, I think it started to be calculated from the era called Jomon which is like a long time ago but now when Julius Caesar was the emperor that was even way before Jomon so, so do you know what era it was in Japan uh in Japan it's called um by that time, I think they had not started recording errors. Oh, okay. Because Jomon, when I look at the Jomon era, it's way after Julius Caesar became um, the emperor. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jomon is like uh, maybe the inception of when they started actually naming and recording the errors. But then the era during Julius Caesar, it's way before the first recording. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, on that s- while we are on that subject, Emma, I think some of our listeners would also be aware that, you know, things like months, years and days can be directly, you know, related to the astronomical events that happen, like, you know, the rotation of the mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. around its axis or like a complete orbit of the sun. And that is how, let's say, maybe we have, what, the seven days of the week or maybe the months we have, you know, the zodiac sign and all of those things are somehow an influence. Yeah, you know, I, I think in, uh, that was one of the reasons they changed the calendar. I, I think, think so. Yes, I, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah, even like uh, I didn't know growing up, like you know, people have like you know star signs, like you know, you are Aries, Capricorn, and uh, mm-hmm. when you look at those, they all have to do with uh, like uh, I said earlier on, you know, um, astronomical events. Oh, you okay. know, yeah, of yeah. these, like for example, when you look at the zodiac sign, they rotate around. Or the 
sun, the S-U-N, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that's pretty much where it comes from. But we've, poke, we've spoken about July and also the month. What about uh, the week? You know, why do we have uh, like a seven-day uh, week instead of maybe eight or five-day week? Okay, do you yeah. know the answer to this? There's quite some like uh, different theories mm -hmm. to it. Okay. That are, I mean, uh, it would be nice if we share it with our audience. Also, the, apparently they say uh, that our use of the seven-day week can be traced back to the uh, astronomically gifted, like there's this Babylon King Sargon, who was, I think, uh, at that time the king of what we know today as uh, the area in the Middle East, like uh, Iran, you know, and so forth. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, the seven-day week is also closely somehow linked to, you know, like, you know, Judaism and uh, like the story of uh, Genesis. Uh, with God, like resting on the seventh day. That's one of uh, other theories that are out there that describe, you know, the like a seven-day week. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know any other? Uh, I know nothing about the days of the week. Uh, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure there's also like another just story about uh, how they were named, like Monday, Tuesday, and so forth. Uh, I'm sure there's like also an interesting story, just like there were the was with the months that you mentioned. Yeah. Do you yeah. know that, that could be a whole other episode maybe <laughs> i know right yeah 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 it can, i'm gonna can. guess they come from the latin <laughs> that wouldn't be like too far-fetched so we are yeah talking about the days of the week what about the day you know we have like 24 hours in a day how did that come about okay i guess uh, you're gonna tell us major apparently <laughs> ancient egyptians uh so long time ago before the land that we know as egypt today was called egypt uh there was a word that was used to refer to that land, and that word is uh, Kemet. Kemet? Yeah, so Kemet is uh, what you would call ancient Egypt. Oh. Yeah, and uh, Kemet, uh, I think the translation to that, it means black land. Okay. Now, when you say black land, scholars have like, some argument between different scholars mm -hmm. about that uh, definition meaning black land. Some scholars says uh, people who lived there at that time, they had like, darker skin. Okay. But some scholars says no. Um, at that time, I think uh, after the war, something the sand was black, okay. and that's how they named it Kemet, which means black land. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So there's some debate between like different scholars. Like no, the black land refers to like the people who inhabited that place at that time, and some say no, the black land it talks about. Uh, how the land was black because of the scent, the color of the scent. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then there hasn't been any like a clear out um, answer as to which is which. You so know how I mean? did that then become known as Egypt? Oh, that was uh, it was named by the the Greeks. Okay. Yeah, it was named by the Greeks. So coming back to uh, the twenty four hours. Of course. You know, <laughs> in a day. Um, apparently, the ancient Egyptians were the first to use twenty four hours to divide the day. You know, so what they did was uh, they divided the day into 12 hours from sunrise to sunset and the night into a further 12 hours from, uh, you know, sunset to uh, sunrise. Uh, so they are recorded as the, one of the first people to actually divide and recognize the day as having 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But then uh, what about the minutes? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we started with uh, months, and then we went to weeks. Uh, but I know we gave more information in uh, like the month and the history and stuff, and we touched a little bit on the weeks and a little bit on the uh, 24 hours day. What about 60 seconds? Okay. 
you who came up with that? Okay, you know what? You in have a, this as well? In a what? minute, you know, there should be like 60 seconds. I don't know. But apparently they say, you know, when the hour was divided into 60 minutes, consisting of 60 seconds, the number 60 may have been chosen for its mathematical convenience. You know, so it is uh, apparently divisible by a large number of smaller numbers without a reminder. Wow. Yes. So now that sounds Greek. Now that sounds Greek. <laughs> <laughs> that it's sounds all Greek, Greek to me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Greek. So um, uh, it's uh, interesting how things came to be. And you're thinking before things became the way they are now, I wonder how was life like? And I wonder if in the future things will change from how they are now to something else, or will this be it? The future will always have 12 months, will always have like, you know, seven weeks. I mean, seven days in a week. Oh, and that's uh, a good question. I, yeah. I, I've never thought of that. Right. I mean, it's interesting how things have changed. Have changed, yeah. Because yeah. now, now the way things are, right, with everything, whether it's the, the month, the weeks, the, we don't imagine somehow changing things and now they are different. Yeah, right. All the scientists, the ancient scientists, they've done all the work. Yeah, they, yeah, they've right. Sorted it out. We don't imagine that. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Would maybe be in the future, we'll, maybe we've got it all wrong. But you know what would be nice? Imagine you had a three-day weekend. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice, right? How amazing would that be? Three-day weekend. You work <laughs> four days, then three days you rest, and then now, okay, that would be nice. So, if we have any future scientists listening, yeah, please figure out how yeah. we can get a three-day weekend. <laughs> Apparently, not all countries follow the uh, Gregorian calendar. Some countries have their own special calendar, but in spite of that, they still somehow align their uh, things with the Gregorian calendar. Okay, do you have an example? There are several countries. Uh, one that actually I can think of now is uh, Ethiopia. So with Ethiopia, it's a country that follows a 13th-month calendar. And here's an interesting fact about that, mm -hmm. and is that Ethiopia currently, they are seven years behind the rest of the world. What? Their calendar. So, uh, so it's now it's 2022, right? Yeah. So which means, uh, according to their calendar right now, in Ethiopia, they are still on 2015? 2015? 2015, yes. Wow. Yes, they're still in 2015. Uh, which is a little bit confusing, because for me, when I hear that, a lot of questions come to mind. Right, and okay, I'm sure yeah. with you too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, okay, so if a country in their calendar they are on 2015, but somehow they are still also doing things and uh, that are relevant to 2022, uh, how do they distinguish, right, their calendar, which is seven years behind the rest of uh, the world, and how do they still keep in touch or maybe maintain moving along with the times now? That's my question. So do they use two calendars? Do they? So like uh, in, in Japan, obviously, it's 2022, but like you still have right. around year Yeah, four? I think yeah, we're year four, yeah, yeah. So of the current emperor. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it might be also like that with Ethiopia, that uh, just like in Japan, they uh, have different ways of counting the years, but okay. somehow it's still relevant to the Gregorian. I think it might be like that also. I, wanna, I would like to read more about uh, this seven-year gap behind the rest of the world, uh, how do they go about doing that? It's quite interesting. It's something that I would like to read more about it. Yeah, you know? but it sounds a lot more confusing just to be seven years behind. It is, right? Japan, I understand. Yeah, we have a new emperor. Emperor. A new yeah, yeah. Calendar. Even though the number of the year in Japan, it might not say 2022, but says, for example, right now it's four. 
Yeah. Right? Which for someone who has never been to Japan and doesn't know much about Japan, they'll be confused. But what, once you get your head around that, it's easy to understand. It's easy to remember, yeah. It's easy to remember. But just being seven years behind the rest of the world, to me, that sounds crazy. Right, <laughs> yeah. That's why I say uh, I, I wonder where is the logic to it, and I would like to uh, either read more about it or maybe have uh, someone from Ethiopia to break it down mm. and explain. But of course, if we invite somebody from Ethiopia to come and be on the podcast, yeah. they might not turn up for seven years. <laughs> That's a nice one, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, unless it's someone who's already in Japan, uh-huh. but maybe same thing also applies, right? Okay. Maybe. So, okay, uh, back to Japan. If mm-hmm. someone said to you, uh, hey, uh, I noticed like uh, on the paper, uh, it has the year, the month, and the date, but the year, it says four. For someone who is not from Japan, has never been to Japan, and they're trying to understand, how would you explain it to them? Uh, so it's like we, get, we get a new emperor. Mm-hmm. So every time we get a new emperor, mm. we start a new era. Mm-hmm. So it's year four of the current emperor. Emperor. Oh, okay. All right. I see. And every era has a name? Yes. Okay. Is the name... After, named after the emperor, or is it just a special name? I think it's a special name from the. Em- no, I know okay. you know more about Japan than yeah. I do, Mojo. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I just want to see. You know what I mean? I think we all know just a little bit of information, and uh, what you've said so far is a hundred percent accurate. Oh, thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 100% you had accurate. me worried for a Yeah, I know, it's 100% accurate. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you had any experiences when you moved to Japan. When I moved to Japan and I was in Nagasaki having to sign like my contract for the, uh, the flat that I was moving into, one thing that I've noticed was uh, on the dates, they had uh, some kanji, 24, and then they had uh, some kanji in uh, the eight month which was August, okay. and also the date, which was like, I think, the first or the second. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at that and I thought, okay, I guess this is the month and the date, but I had problems with the year, okay. which it says 24. And it just kept on bugging me for a long time. Just I, And I asked uh, the lady who was with me, my uh, supervisor, I said, why is it uh, 24? And then he, she said to me, I will, I will tell you later. And later when she did, and then she explained pretty much what you said, exactly what you said. Yeah, Yeah, I had a similar problem, Mm because I came here, when I got to Japan, it was 2019, Mm -hmm. so it was year 31. Mm. But my date of birth Mm. was uh, later. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how, how can I be older than a year? Right. But then a few months after I'd been in Japan, yeah. we had the new era. Yeah. So it went to year one. One, yeah. So in the same year that I'd been in Japan, yeah. it went from year 31 to year, to one. year one. And, and that was even crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, like, how did you make sense? Um, like, did you ask someone and, or you just figure it out yourself? I can't remember. I think somebody might have explained it to me. And then, yeah, once, once we got to year one and mm. we had the new emperor, it, it clicked then. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, my first few months in Japan, going from year 31, mm. and then in the same year, changing yeah. to year one, I was like, oh, yeah. no, no, this is crazy. <laughs> but now, here's, here's where it gets interesting, or maybe confusing. So after seeing that, okay, they count the number of years the era has been you mm-hmm. know, in charge, which when I came to Japan, it was 24. Yeah. Year 24, which was like 2012, right? The following year, year 25, okay, 2013. So I looked at it from my experience. I thought, okay, in other parts of the world, okay, if it's uh, year 2010, we say 2010. So since Japan, they use uh, 
the era and the number. Okay, the era at that time was Heisei. Mm -hmm. So this is what I started doing. Uh, every time when I would try to speak Japanese to my colleagues in Nagasaki, yeah. uh, maybe they ask me something. And I said, no, I came here, uh, Heisei, uh, something <laughs> like Heisei Nijiyong. And they would just laugh at me, right? And then uh, one day I asked them, hey, why do you guys laugh at me? And they said to me, hey, Moja, no one says uh, Heisei Nijiyong or something. <laughs> they say the year according to how we say it, uh, 2012, but in Japanese. Okay. Right? And I was like, that's, that, that's even like, I thought since, you know, the year is always written in Japanese, they would say it like that, like, you know, the um, the era and the number. So you're and trying to look really impressive. Yeah, right. I was trying to like <laughs> impress them. Like, yeah, now, now I'm assimilating in the culture, you know. Uh, and then they would always just laugh at me and say, Moja, no one says a year like that in Japan. Maybe written in, writing it, it, it's like that. But the spoken one is different. It's pretty much the same as... Uh, people say 2020, except that uh, you say 2020 in Japanese. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that for me was like, uh, languages and cultures are interesting because it's not always what you think it is, right? Yeah, I guess for an outsider, it, it can be pretty difficult to understand different cultures. Mm -hmm. um, and just like we've learned today with the calendar, yes. things are not always as they seem. That's right. <laughs> However, one thing that is as it seems, is that we've reached the end of this episode. My goodness. I know, doesn't time fly? Oh, it does. <laughs> and regardless of why time has the hours and minutes that it does, it is time for our riddle. You've said it perfectly. <laughs> All right, okay. Now, um, our riddle for this month, riddle me this. What can be seen in the middle of March and April, but cannot be seen at the beginning or the end of either month? Please let us know what your answers are, and we will give you the answer to this riddle in our next episode. So guys, it's been really great being with you, and uh, this was educational, not only for our listeners, but for also for us. For me, definitely. I've learned a lot today. Thank yes. you, Major. Yes. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> Likewise. All right, guys. Okay. Every day is a school day. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, that's all from us. Uh, until we meet again. Don't forget to check your calendar for the next episode. We love to hear feedback. Any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions are welcome. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash Hubbub Podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B Podcast. Or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. Also on the website, if you're listening to Practice English, you can find a transcript of each episode. But if you're not here for that reason, don't worry. Just forget the last few seconds. All in all, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye for now. The, the Hubbub Podcast. Podcast.